This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today, we're talking accountability, cheating, and taking responsibility after making some very bad decisions. We even have special guests in the studio. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Woo! Hey, hey, welcome back, everyone, for episode three of Black Love Season 2. This one was a bit heavy, and we're going to get into it. But if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm Elena. And I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Jamie Alexander. And I'm Crystal Chanel. And today we have two very special guests. We wouldn't have the show without them. We have Cody and Tommy here with us in the studio. Say hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> it's so exciting. I mean, we have Honest playing because obviously there were moments in the relationships where people weren't being as honest. But I loved how the overall goal was to work through it and to stick yeah. together and to be the example. So we'll get into a little bit of it all, but what were your what were you guys' thoughts about this episode in particular? I think it's great how open all of the couples were. Um, there were a lot of teachable moments. As a newlywed, I haven't had any of those experiences, so if I do, I'm turning on Black Love so I can find out what to do to work through those problems because they are still all together, and that's amazing to see. Yeah, I definitely love how they are, like you said, how they're all still together, which does show, hopefully, that you can persevere. You can work through things, try things, and do whatever it is that you need to do in order to move forward. And I think that being the through line, it sh- hopefully it gives couples like a lot of hope for, you know, because it gets hard, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. So I love that about the episode. I'm not going to lie. This one was rough for me. I love love. So like seeing these couples and I feel like some of them, you can really still see the hurt on their faces mm. was tough for me to watch. And it was all new couples. So I want to know more. I want to know about their story. I'm like, bring back my happy couples for episode <laughs> one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing our thoughts about episode three, knowing the production of it, knowing the questions that went in and what you got to really experience. How do you feel about what we took away? I think it's great. I mean, it was kind of like everybody said something different. Um, I understand the desire (laughs) to like see all the joy and happiness, but the point with the show as a whole is that it's not all rainbows and butterflies, you know, and we really wanted to normalize the tough things that do happen in relationships and also show that you can get through it if you want to. Right. And we and we try to give you, you know, different types of people and different type of types of couples that address these issues and show the ways that they got through it, because not everybody is the same. Right. So I think it's great. It was interesting for us as viewers watching this episode, because 
we had all new couples mm-hmm. minus DL and Donna. And that was a little hard for me because we had these couples speaking about their hardships, but we didn't know anything about them. So why did you guys choose to insert the new couples at this point? He's going to just do this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say in part because we just tried to show a range of couples, right? If we showed the same couples throughout the show, that probably would get boring. But also because people's stories are more interesting at different points in their relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, we we do try very hard when we are showing the tough stuff to give you a little glimpse of their dynamic early on, a little bit, as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I totally get why that's, that's a difficult thing. But we want to get to the meat of it. We yeah. want to let you know these are things that happen, and hopefully by the end of it, what you're seeing mm-hmm. is the connection and the growth and the strength um, and the transparency and love between these two people, even if at first you're kind of like, oh, Lord, you know, you definitely see that strength and love between Todd and Alicia, the way that they just look at each other and dote on each other, even after everything that they had to go through was so beautiful to see. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. But the fact that they got to that point was yeah. it proves that love is just such a powerful thing. Yeah. They are very much in love. Yes. And they really believe that they had to go through the things that they went through to get where they are, to get to that place where people are like, oh, my God, you're adorable. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> and they both, I love their example because they both describe being broken individually. Like they got married broken. A lot mm-hmm. of people look at these couples and are like, I would never go through that. And I don't know why she put up with that. And da 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 da. Yeah. At the end of the day, like you're seeing different human beings experiencing life. And they make bad decisions sometimes um, and decisions that you wouldn't make. And <laughs> and their partners do that. And they and they're learning forgiveness for themselves, mm-hmm. for their other per- for their partner. And they're also learning the source sometimes if at best they're learning the source of their of their challenges and why they are the way they are. At worst, they're going, oh, no, my bad, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> While we're on Todd and Alicia, let's just break down their storyline a bit because I feel like they had the meat of this episode. They also have been married the longest from the mm-hmm. couples featured on, on today, which was phenomenal to me. 26 years, like, in all of Ooh. the drama, all of the heartbreak, all of the Technically, it's Dion and LaDonna who've been together the 32 longest. 32 years, years, right? But, <laughs> 32, true. But, but we barely talked to them this episode. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it came down to cheating and sticking mm-hmm. together and, and going through the heartbreak, they have persevered. Yeah. And they even talked about how it took 10, year, ten yeah. years to heal from just one of the incidents. Mm-hmm. Like, you are together. You are living life. You have a family. You're building that family, and you're still healing, and you're broken. So well, I, I want... They actually weren't. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They weren't healing for that period. They were, as they said, sweeping, sweeping it, it under the rug. rug. Mm-hmm. And that... You know, I think it's really powerful, too, because that's easy to do. Yeah. To be like, okay, he said he was sorry. Let me just believe him. You know, or or in some cases, plus we got bills and we got kids to raise. So let's just make the most of it. And then you realize 
you're still mad, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, I think, would, would best describe them. It reminds me of the conversations that we've had about tolerance versus acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the whole idea of you'll tolerate a behavior or tolerate sort of what happened, and you will say that you're okay with it, mm-hmm. or you or you're over think it. that you're okay with right. it, which you're really not. And so what that creates is resentment, and it creates this sense of... Which is why she cheated. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. she thought, well, we good, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But she wasn't. Right. You didn't actually deal with it and move past it. You didn't actually accept it. I want to hold on to tolerance and acceptance because there is another couple who I feel mm. very much speak to that. And we'll get to them in a second. Okay. But sticking with Todd and, and Alicia, oh, it was a lot. Like, it yeah. was a lot to yeah. handle mm-hmm. with the two of them. But the beauty in it is that they were able to sit side by side and laugh and joke and remember all of it. Mm -hmm. And if we go back to the beginning, I remember her saying his problem was that he didn't incorporate her into her into his life in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And he had a lot of single friends and he was still doing that. So can you guys speak to why that may be a danger, why that may have been the start of um, the brokenness? Yeah. It's really easy. I mean, I'm being married out of, I'm 28 years old out of all of my friends. They're all single. And it's very easy to get kind of caught up in this lifestyle and going out and, and even behaving as a single woman because I'm out with other single women. Um, I like that you touched on the individual brokenness because a lot of them talked about how the spouse that was cheated on, they thought that it was about them, but it was an individual problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, even LaDonna, she was like, as soon as he told me, I'm looking at me. What yeah. did I do wrong? Um, and that brings me to a Cardi B lyric. <laughs> she says in the song, Be Careful, you had me looking in the mirror different, thinking I'm flawed because you're inconsistent. If you're going to quote Cardi B, I'm going to need you to like kind of sing it. <laughs> you had me beat. looking in the mirror different, <laughs> thinking you're flawed because I'm inconsistent. Oh, that was, that was <laughs> I had to, Y'all didn't know I rapped. Too, you know? Um, but yeah, I thought that was... That was important to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I do like to see, as positive as I can be, sometimes I really, it gets on my nerves because it's not real. It's not real to be cool all the time. It's not cool to be, you know, connected all the time. And with these two people being so broken and working their way to healing and even being able to recognize it and talk to each other about it, to me, I thought was big because. There's a lot of couples who don't even make it to that part. They either get frustrated and want to throw in the towel or think it's this, that. Um, we protect our hearts and want to say, well, he's this and I'm done. Or she's that and I'm done. And we never look, okay, childhood wounds, the way he was raised, why is he reacting this way? So it does take two people that want to work through it. And I'm kind of obsessed with that because that's what it takes. Like, we do that in our individual lives. Like, you know... So why not do it together? So the fact that they were able to do that um, was really powerful. And I hope people... It takes a very mature person, though, too, to step outside of that and recognize, like, okay, I am a part of the problem. What did I do? How did I contribute? Um, Even if they're not directly the reason why. Can I say, to that point, it also takes a very mature person to say, okay, it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. This is a human being, Mm -hmm. right, who has pain and childhood brokenness or whatever it is that's going on, like, and go, and I love this person. And sure, they hurt me, but depending on the individual and the story, they might have, they might be hurting. They might have, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, marriage takes mature people and we don't always enter marriage mature. (laughs) Right. So the hope is that whatever let whatever comes your way, you do grow in maturity. What was interesting about the couple, Todd and Alicia, was the fact that they were 
one of the couples that's infidelity led to some deaths. And that, like, blew me away. So, um, basically, Todd said that his mistress was killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then their house caught on fire. Like, yes, lots of things. Like what? <laughs> and then on the way, like the destruction. Like, like what? Well, yeah. that just goes to show you if you cheat, that's what happens. You know, <laughs> that, that, that is not, do not cheat. Show okay, that is not what goes. To, <laughs> that is not it. But so I, I bring that up to say, like, it was more than you making a, a bad decision, you stepping out, me stepping out. There were a lot of other people, other families connected to those yeah. people involved in my in my decision to step out. Involved in my you know what I'm saying so when they talked about going to different therapy sessions and dealing with different counseling I just commend them because how 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 dealing with loss is already hard but moving forward like I just I'm sorry that really took me out I was watching I had to stop and I was like look I don't know if I'm want to do this with my Saturday because um you know, it's Memorial Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy weekend. Like, right? what? But Alicia is such a strong woman to be able to stand by him through that time. Because I'm sure, I mean, that was his mistress. He cared about her at a point. Yeah. And I am I know he felt that loss. So for her to be able to be there for mm. him and, and support him through that, that takes a strong lady. That's why I love the fact that this is called accountability. Because even though, you know, all these terrible things happen, she still held herself accountable to be a wife and to be there. So accountability is not always, you know, taking the the blame and knowing what you did wrong but accountability is also holding your end of the bargain and you said you were going to be his wife through thick and thin you know sickness and health and she did that and you know it was definitely hard you know she had her own things going on too but I think at the end of the day like I love that it's accountability because everyone does have to you know pick up their own pieces and you know really take responsibility for what they brought to the table or didn't bring to the table. Yeah, they definitely have a testimony that will bless other people. You know, and despite all the destruction and everything on the end, I did like how they were able to kind of begin reflirting again, like from the ashes, like Rose the Phoenix, you know what I mean? How they were able to kind of like, she did leave and she was heartbroken from that, but it also gave them a chance to reconnect and rekindle that, and I thought that was great as well, that especially was, after everything. That was a real moment. Us yeah. as women, we try to act like we don't want attention. Like, right now, right. I'm mad at him, but I'm going to put on these jeans because I know my butt look good in them. And I'm going to go over there. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. But, you know. like it's, So that was a real moment for me. When she yeah. said that she was like going over there and they would flirt a little bit, I was like, okay, because I kind of do that at work. And her little Uggs and jeans. She yeah. knew what she was doing. What I want to talk about a little bit is the fact that them as a couple brought... They brought a society aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd was saying, you don't, the society doesn't prepare us for women to cheat. Society makes us think that only men step out mm-hmm. and cheat and only men are the ones being um, not truthful in their relationship. But in fact, she also stepped out. Yeah. She also had, you know, her moment. And how do you, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that they, they set up, society sets women up to be perfect angels or we can never do no wrong, we can never step out of our, out of our relationship and it's always the man? What is that thought process like? I don't think that that's happening. I think we all know men and women cheat because you got men who run their mouth about trash women, blah, blah, blah. They're doing that because infidelity. But I can see where he's coming from when he says that because it is not as much of a heightened topic that we're all talking about, like, all these we're more inclined to be faithful as women maybe not everybody yeah. but and it's not as glorified so you know women are not just like broadcasting like hey I stepped out on my man versus right. like you know right. other men for some reason you know they get a pat on the back or you know they get encouraged to you oh yeah you know like why have one woman when you can have 12 it's like cause that's nasty like, <laughs> I mean 
<laughs> so, you know, I think that for um, for women, especially, you know, black women, I think that we already have so much against us. And, you know, to add one more thing, all we want to do is, you know, be loved and love someone. Like, I'm not trying to go love 12 people. Like, one is enough for me. You know what I mean? I think that goes back to women thinking and feeling that they weren't enough because, and it really wasn't even them. It was some, a character floor within him. Yeah. Which is such a great time to understand that now. Yeah. Now, I think we're all evolved enough to stop <laughs> with the, well, guys, I mean, we're, we've moved on. It's we have some couples who, have but have we moved on? Yeah, because even DL was saying that the misconception that when he, he grew up, he knew, like, I was getting married, but I was still going to have other women. So have we gotten over that? But I don't feel mm, like I don't have. think so either. He's so old school. I'm talking about, like, this day and age, I feel like we're better prepared to have, like, the conversation. But and he lives in this day and age. Like, like he, maybe that was then and he hasn't had any of those episodes in his recent years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's an episode, okay? It's a, it's, it's a, but, but it's still very real. And, and even them talking about that topic in general, Todd also said something that was very disturbing to me and my hope is that more men are watching this this doc because he was saying that my wife stepped out and I didn't want to tell my homeboys like, oh, my wife cheated on me. However, if you cheated on your woman, you're more inclined to be like, yeah, I stepped out and admit to that. And I was like, well, that 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 sword, that double-edged sword was very unfair and it kind of pissed me off. But see, so the, the well, thing is, is he brought it up. And, and yeah, he was making the point mm-hmm. that men in general right. are going to talk about him, say, oh, you, you're this, you're that. And so to your points, I mean, I think we tend to agree that like it is not not our opinion but our observation mm-hmm. it is not acceptable for women to cheat yeah. somehow it is for men right like the reality is that uh where do we hear that phrase satan's satan's whore a woman cheats <laughs> a woman cheats and she's satan's whore wow. right True. a man cheats and it's like that's what men do mm-hmm. let's figure out how to get through this or whatever which is what the always and, yeah and it goes back to that sweeping under the rug thing like why is that okay I mean, yeah. That's the one guy in here. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of these conversations, and guys are okay with it. It's like, are okay with? They're okay with the idea of cheating and the idea of talking about it a lot more so. And so, for me, it's like I don't play those games. It's like people know that. It's like you're gonna come to me and brag about how many girls you've been with and you're married. Nope. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna call you an idiot. I'm gonna call you out on what you're doing. And so as a result, I don't have those conversations. They don't then come talk to me. I'm not in those circles because I'm not going to co-sign that behavior. I'm not going to be like, that's okay. And so I think it really depends on your circle. And that's one of the reasons why being a married person who wants to remain married, the people you have around you Mm -hmm. is so important. And so, you know, for, for Todd, for DLs, like you grow up, you see these things, Mm -hmm. you see these bad examples and you think it's okay, but it's not. And so it really, even styles, even mm-hmm. South. Yeah. Like he said, he grew up in the ghetto. He didn't have those examples. I grew up in the hood. I didn't have those examples. That doesn't mean it's okay. At some point... He said he you, was even taught or felt like you grow you grow up, you get money, you get lots of women. And so that was his mindset, even though that's not what he did. Right. You know, he got married, but he lost himself for mm-hmm. a beat. And what I was going to say is, at some point, you have to become accountable. Yeah, right. As an adult, right. you are accountable for your behavior. You're accountable to your woman or your men. And it's it's your responsibility. Yeah, I, I, I think that experience and in, in being accountable is what we struggle with now because it's about choices. 
I can come from mm-hmm. wherever I come from and have whatever kind of parents and have experienced whatever I wanted to experience, but I still choose the life that I want for myself. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. And, and that that's really, I'm accountable for myself. Yeah. I'm accountable for the life that I want to have, the, the value of life, which makes me want to jump to uh, Bart and <laughs> Star. Yeah. <Ooh>. Because. <laughs> I love Star. Yes. Their story was very interesting <laughs> and it was very fresh um, and still new. They, yeah. It seems like yeah. they were still working through things, which was surprising. So, one thing, that, that interview was very different than every other interview we've done. <laughs> <laughs> like we've done 100 plus interviews, and it was very different. And so, What made it different? <laughs> that exact moment that yeah. you all saw yeah. so when she we said... We didn't know going into it that they, had, that they were still in it. Right. And so, okay. probably halfway through the interview, we're sitting there talking, and at some point he said, you know, you're you're picking at scabs, talking to me, actually. Mm-hmm. Because she asked most of the questions, but sometimes I'll ask questions instead of not let people off the hook. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you're picking at scabs. And I just thought he was, I don't know, being maybe, we thought it was years behind them. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And so at some point, she said, it's like, he just moved back in. Right. And so we're like... Oh, yeah. This is yeah. still going on. We right. had this that isn't too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we all did, right? Yes. Yes. Literally this wasn't had that years ago. They they're not fully beyond it at all. Right. And so for us that was a very different situation and then the interview changed as a result of that. Yeah. What made the interview change and then why did you guys decide to allow this to be a part of the episode? Sure. So Good questions. So we um w- that moment is when it changed. I mean, we were because we talked to our couples and it's like, OK, great. And how did you get through that? And so they would kind of talk about it at each inter- each thing that happened. And then we're at that one. And she's like, he just moved back in, which is like, oh, OK, we're not through it. That's when we all it was like light bulb. OK, we're, we're dealing with something different here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was and yeah. something something that we've never done on the show before. And I never really yes. thought about. Well, that's let me. That's our second question. Sorry, there. <laughs> so like that moment did change things. And that's why I think the. For me, it was like, okay, I asked them, where are you in, where individually, how would you describe where you are in your relationship? Are you at a high and you're like, it's, it'll only get better from here? Or are you like close to, you know, so the end of it was actually their answers to that. When she was like, you know, we're, she was like, we're going to have normal lows, but like this can't happen again, basically. Right, right. Um, so that was the pivot that we took to try to make sense of where things are. Um, and then, and then in, the car, in the car, we talked about it. Oh, you won? Oh, you go ahead. We talked about it, and, and and Tommy was like, I don't think we should use this internet. This is not what we do. You know, mm-hmm. we show couples that are through whatever it is. We want to give people well, that. I said, I'm not sure. I, I got you. It. I got you. Uh, we want to give people that perspective of, like, things are, t- are tough, but here's how you make it through, right? Mm-hmm. And And they could give people that, like, ouch, what if we never make it through this, you know? And so we talked a lot about it, and at the end of the day, we just felt like, A, it was real, mm-hmm. and B, these two people do want to get through it, right? They do, and they're a large part of the reason why we called the episode accountability, because you did hear pretty much every other uh, unfaithful person, and even the spouse in many cases, say, like, I learned this about myself and about my spouse, and I don't ever want to hurt them again, or what, you know, you saw the very specific accountability that that they came to yeah um and you didn't so much see that um with bart um and (laughs) i just felt like it was an important perspective to show um that 
he and they are still learning the source of of why he's been doing that and um and learning how to get through it because by all accounts he's a great guy right but you know as star said he's a great guy and there's this one thing as she said that's their issue and so it's not it's not her fault it's not something that she's right right and he knows that he he knows that but it's still on him to to right. make that adjustment right yeah. like right. it's on him it's not his his him being the child of an affair it's not the money it's not the sports it's not the access it's him and he's got to own that we talked about it very briefly before getting the backstory from them yeah. so now i kind of want to revisit it <laughs> what are your raw thoughts now about bart and star now now that you now that you know that they did battle with putting it in the episode yeah well i'm so happy that cody and tommy are here <laughs> to clear that up <laughs> we literally this episode probably without y'all would have been a lot different because yes. we really were just confused we were like stars clearly still hurt it was all over her face we could tell and we were almost uncomfortable watching it because we're like wait, wait wait like what's going on here it doesn't seem like this is anywhere close to being fixed and i think even when he mentioned about you know having the access to money and you know being in the nfl and she was like ah like I hate that excuse don't use that excuse and I feel the same way because I'm like look you are who you are regardless and when he cleared it up and said you know I just feel like it's magnified times 10 I tell people all the time just how she did you could be a librarian you could be an NBA player whatever if you want to cheat you gonna cheat obviously there's more temptation but I think that's just something that's within you if you don't you know want to be faithful then you're not going to be faithful so I do think that watching them was really, really hard. It really was. Because I, I, you could tell that, like, she was so hurt and she just loves him so much and she wants it to work. And, like, even, like, talking about it out loud, it, it feels like they don't do that enough almost. Like, it feels like they were really kind of getting out a lot by, while filming. So we got to see the real, too. So I love that we were able to see those, like, real raw moments on camera. And you guys were just as shocked as we were. <laughs> it was interesting for me because I kept saying she kept cutting him off. You wanted to say something. One of the things that also that we talked about is that we try very hard. Like, our show is not about the sensational at right. all mm-hmm. at any point whatsoever. And so it's about showing couples sort of mostly loving, honest situations. And so this was different. And mm-hmm. we didn't want it to be anything sensational. We didn't want it to be anything that was dramatic for the sake of being dramatic. Right. Yeah. That that was well executed it worked because watching it the fact that she kept cutting him off made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because communication is big for me whether I'm in a relationship or married or not I need you to still know how to communicate especially because at this point you are being the example like even though you may be showing us how to work through it or it's not okay that you're not through it yet, that you're still working through it, you are the example. So that made me a little uncomfortable. I mean, but to be fair, she's still learning in that true. moment. She doesn't Very know where, where this is going to go or how this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. She talked about his speeches. She's heard them before. She's literally figuring it out. I think as they were saying it, you know, yeah. I, he didn't know she was going to say that. No one knew. Maybe you guys could set them up with uh, Todd and Alicia. <laughs> yeah, right? They would love that. Todd and Alicia yeah. would love that. <laughs> Stars cutting him off yeah, and shutting it down because she's like, I heard it, I'm done. Like he's a really the good fact speaker. that she couldn't even cry because Julie, my heart, I, that's another thing. But <laughs> she's just, I, I'm not gonna try to predict, but she's had it. Bart, 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 yeah, Bart, get together. Come we love on. So <laughs> one of the things that honestly terrifies me about the idea of cheating is I love what we have, and I don't want that to change. 
And so something as simple as, well, it's not simple, but you're, you're seeing a lot of that hurt. You're seeing a lot of the, the residual effect instead of how their, their interactions are different. And so there's probably this sense of justification for how she's treating him because he's out there showing his ass. Right. And so it's like, for me, I love our dynamic. I love how we operate. And so to perennially be in the doghouse and sort of you, you can't say anything. It's like, what are you going to say? Well, yeah. see, this is the thing about the doghouse, because I don't think it's so much <laughs> just about the way she what what he's doing to her. But, you know, she even said it like, I don't know, like, I can't open up my heart right now. Like they're at a um, they're at a place where if she can't get to that space with him, she's going to be at that broken place where Todd and Alicia were. I feel like when they were just it took her 10 years to heal because there was no addressing it. She's cutting him off. She's like, I don't know when I can, you know, let him back in. He's still cheating. So there's just this closure that, yes, we're looking at him because of what he's doing. But what, how are we going to get her to open back up so they can even reconcile? So my hope is that with everything that you all have said is that there are still lessons in Barton Star, right? Even if those, le- like... And I try not to defend our couples. Like, I'm very partial to all of them for different reasons. But, like, you know, one of the things... So we do bonus clips on our social media. So we do try to show a little bit more of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to do a bonus clip this week of, like, their first date story. Like, and you will see that, like, she's a very witty, like, s- kind of smart-alecky person, period. Yeah. So add to that, he has wronged her a few times. And she's like, eh. You know, so that's just part of that's just part of her personality, which was he was very attracted to. Um, And then the other thing is that I think the lesson for a a, a one day cheater or a woman who may have been cheated, you know, is like you look at their relationship, the progress of their relationship, and like he was doing these things from the beginning, right? Yeah, you know, and 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 she made the choice to be there. You know, she she thought, okay, he's proposing. He's about to get it together. Like, there's a lesson in that for married people, non-married people, not to say that everybody who does it once is going to keep doing it, but to pay attention, right? Like, this wasn't new behavior. Um, And so it's just, I think, I hope that there are lessons in each uh, each phase of their story and all of our couple stories. Um, and also something interesting that one of you just said was it kind of made me think that Bart and Star are where Todd and Alicia were, were when they were sweeping it under the rug. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll fight. I'm going to kick him out. He's going to come back. And then 10 years down the road, who knows? Until right? the soap. Until the soap? And def- so there's hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if they do the work. Right, mm-hmm. right. And Okay, one more. I, but my hope, too, is that even with the couples in the show, that there's potential to learn from the other couple. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, that's just my little, like... So maybe they, they watched the episode yeah. and they really had a, a conversation and dialogue afterward about some of those things. Right. Would I definitely jot it down, the fact that Star accepted the engagement off of potential. Her all right was... I'm so hopeful of where you're going to go. And this is why these conversations are important because she also needed to have community to really talk about what was happening. So where can they also have these type of conversations? So if you want to have these conversa- these kind of conversations, want to have fun, learn and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we've got the podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every single Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to 
to be better in all aspects of life. So in talking about this conversation, we this can definitely help with that. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Go do it. Be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know it was us, the Black Low After Show, that sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Friday. Every Friday. That's going to be fun. I love that. Because we've been talking about cheating and, and making choices, but there was a couple who addressed a different type of infidelity. Mm. And that was the emotional type. Like, there, she she didn't do anything physically, but she had an emotional connection with another guy, and I'm talking about Don and Tanya, and that I, I love that you guys included their story into it because sometimes we think that if I'm just talking to X, Y, and Z, then it has no effect on my relationship or my partner, but that's not true. Not true at all. It's crazy because, you know, she was getting all the things that she wanted from her husband from another man, and some people may be like, oh, he's just my friend, we're besties, you know, like, and try to play that card, but I think it was so important because, you know, emotional cheating is dangerous. I feel like it could even be more dangerous because you hear a lot of times guys are like, I didn't like her like that. Like, I just messed with her. Like, it didn't mean anything. I can have sex without feelings, you know? And this is a woman who really had an emotional connection with someone from her past. And it's like, when you're not getting something from one place, you go to look for it in another place. And that's really dangerous because it's like, if you could talk to this man, why couldn't you just talk to your husband? So, you know, I would love to kind of, you know, sit down with her and kind of find out. Like, she would love that. (laughs) But Don took ownership and said... I had to step up for what I wasn't giving her. Yeah. And that's where the whole title of the episode comes in because he literally said, mm-hmm. though she may have had an emotional connection with someone else, I recognize that it was because I was just I was just paying for this and paying for that and I wasn't giving her anything else. Now, how do you guys feel about the fact that he said that they stayed married because they couldn't afford to get a divorce? <laughs> that was interesting. And, and they said that they, they were going to stay and work on it. I want to answer that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I understand the way that sounds, right? Um, but when you look at it, there are all kinds of reasons that people stay married. Stay married. One of the things we talked about, you know, we have kids, we have too many bills, whatever. Um, but the reason that you stay married and the work that you do to have a fulfilling marriage are different. And they obviously stayed married for one reason, but they obviously put in the work, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, babe. So two comments. One, I, I've I've been the benefactor of a hundred plus interviews and being able to hear people who have made it work in one way or another. And so being able to listen to somebody like Don, you know, another another man sit there and take responsibility and be accountable is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how often do you see that? How often do you right. hear that? And so it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the idea of surrounding yourself with people who have the who have like goals. And so to to see that for me and to hear that was big because like would that be my default if she were to do something is like you know it's always what are you doing instead of like you know what was my part in that and so I just really appreciated that yeah. second part about them staying together uh, because of finances it made me think of something else that one of our very good friends said about his parents and his so growing up. All of his friends' parents got divorced, and his parents stayed together. 
and it wasn't because they were more in love or happier. He said he knows for a fact that they were less happy than a lot of other people who got divorced, yet they stayed together because they were committed to being committed. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't really matter what the reason was. They were committed to being committed. And in the end, it was fantastic. And so wow. it was so one of those things that kept them together at that point was the, the lack of being able to get divorced. Okay, so what? Right. They were meant for each other and they made it work. So we're running short on time a little bit and I'm going to try to move along with the um, couples. But one thing pointing out with Don being the example, I love that we talked about how they all couples kind of went to counseling and had therapy. But they were the couple that said we tried that. It didn't work. We needed to do individual counseling, and that's what helped bring us together. So that point was just like, okay, now I don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing. So it's still like this learning process Mm -hmm. for us all. Um, So here's the kicker. Mark and Julie. Oh, (laughs) my heart just hurt. (laughs) I couldn't deal. I think truly, Jamie... My heart breaks for her, yes. I'm very empathetic to her circumstance and what's going on. But you have to look at the patterns that people are showing you. And if he was with his first wife and his second wife was the mistress, and then he's sexting or texting with on you, like, what... How do you not think that something, or at least check up on him? Like, you wouldn't have a phone, social media. Like, if it were me, I just, you, you wouldn't have access to things like that. Yeah. I mean, I see both sides of that coin because I've, I've been not in, in both sides of those spaces, but I think you're right. It would have been wise for her to see where he came from and what he was doing and tread lightly and do what it, you know, whatever that she had to do. But I, I also admire her for giving him a chance. Because we all talk about not judging people and moving on and loving them for who they are and grace and all of these things. So it's like, I'm not going to come judging you off the bat. You know, so she gave him a chance. I guess my heart just breaks because she's about to cry through the whole thing, which tells me she's not completely healed, in my opinion. Um, And I just, my heart breaks. It really hurts women when men step out. It's not cool. It changes who we are. It changes how we look at our man and how we even interact with a lot of things as a whole. So with him, with the track record and how he treated her, I just feel bad. I just feel bad. I think what you said, though, is true for both men and women. Yeah. As in you said that it really hurts women. I think it okay. affects men just as Fair. much. You better give me. You better give me. <laughs> I started to say something, too. No, I love it. Okay. No, I love it because I tend to think differently about men and their emotions, but this is not about me. So. <laughs> but see, the difference, men don't always show it in yeah. the same, yes. or at all, right? right? In the same way or at all, mm-hmm. right? So that's a that whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally going to say that, but I think with them, the, the, the kicker for me was the fact that he had a scare, an STD scare. <sighs> And I didn't, noticed Twitter was really about that And part. didn't was, want to admit it to his wife and slept with her anyway. That, that part. Thankfully, <laughs> it wasn't anything. But if it was something, the fact that you would put me in a... Like, you don't love me how you say you love me because why would you put me in a crossfire if you thought that it might have been something? That was literally... I was like, you know what? I was with y'all. You know, I was like, okay, she has to be accountable. She chose this man. He needs to be accountable for his actions. But when he did that, I was like, I'm done. Because... <laughs> Like, come on, oh Cody. <laughs> I have to, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. And it's not like defending what he did. Yeah. I think you just brought it home for me, actually, by saying, you don't love me the way you say you love me if you're willing to do that. You might be right. He probably didn't then. True. But, now I all know, y'all saw that list. And we saw the fact that Julie was kind of like, I don't even know if I want to be here, but mm-hmm. I'm going to make this, li- this crazy long list for you. 
and he did it. He was like, like he did it. He pulled out and, the list. And so, to <laughs> me, like he still carries it. to me, right? Yes. <laughs> to me, it was like you. You might be absolutely right. Maybe he didn't love her in that moment. Uh, you, you're probably right, but he did show that ultimately he could love her. He does love her. He's willing to commit to this insanely long list uh, in order to be with her. And so, he wouldn't do it now. What'd you say? He wouldn't do those sort of and things. And he wouldn't, now. yeah, he would not do those sort of things. Now. I mean, he was in a different place with, with no sense at all. <laughs> he said oh, he man. did those things until it became who he was, which was beautiful. The other takeaway that I did love from them, even though I was like done with him, <laughs> was the fact that he said, you know, uh, being that he was a minister, he talked about church, how church was or should have or should be a hospital and now it's just like this feel good place so when it came to his community and, right. and having people who would engage in conversations or really hold him accountable for certain things he didn't really have that because he was going to a place that wasn't there to heal him right so I thought that that topic was very interesting um, we're going to get into some news and gossips but do you guys have any final thoughts because we can talk about this forever <laughs> I, I want to thank all the couples for sharing their lives with us. You know, I mean, and Cody and Tommy for bringing that story to us. I think it's so great that we get to see it, and I am learning for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely second that. That is how we are going to find healing that we so deeply need between men, women, our community, whatever you want to call it. So I'm just excited to listen and learn. It's great. Yeah, I mean, this episode definitely for me was like tough, but I love just the different perspectives and the different couples and everyone is going through something different. And that's what's so real about the show. There's not one couple who's going through the same exact thing. So I definitely thank you guys for giving us a variety of couples and really covering all bases. Well, let's get into some news and gossip. Yay, some news. Okay, I'm so excited. TV news. <laughs> what is happening this weekend with Black Love? Okay, with Black Love this weekend, actually, well, it's a Memorial Day weekend, so tomorrow, the 28th, we're going to be at the Montalban Theater enjoying the clips and conversations with Sterling and Brian, Kadeen and Duval, and of course, Tommy and Cody. So I'm <laughs> so excited. So if you guys get there, to, well, if you're LA local, hop on, look up uh, Hollywood Confidential, get on Instagram, Black Love Doc, and make sure you RSVP so you can see us there tomorrow. It's going to be so much fun. Panels, conversations, starts at 6, ends at 9. There's Ooh. wine. I went last year. <laughs> so we're having a good time and listening to more in depth how the couples are getting along with each other. And then it's nice to see them all together in one room. So you guys don't want to miss it. Is there anything that the fans should look forward to heading into the event? First of all, is it too late to um, RSVP? It's not too late. Okay. But come on time because this is going to be packed. Time. It's going to be packed. So come yes. on time. And is yes. there any takeaway that they should look forward to? Heading into the event. I mean, how often do you... First off, people are obsessed with Beth and uh, Randall, Randall on This Is Us. <laughs> how often do you get to see Sterling K. Brown and his actual his wife. wife, Ryan Bathe? And then also, yeah. Duvall and Kadeen are just a riot. Yes. So, They're my favorite. You know, it's yeah. gonna I love be, them. It's going to be amazing. That'll yeah. be fun. And I, I know you guys said that there may be some projects in the works. And the fans can check into Black Love Doc on Twitter to get any... Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Perfect. To get any exciting news. Yep. So tune in to their Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for upcoming <laughs> news and gossip. We're so grateful to have you guys yes. here with us. Is there anything that we should look forward to heading into episode four and the finale of the first half? Uh... The promo for the second half will be a lot of fun. Um, of course, in the final episode, it will be fun too. There's yeah. some there's some very deep stuff going on when you involve kids. You know, when you have kids in your marriage, it changes things. Oh, there's this one thing. There's this one segment which you're not going to want to miss. It's D.L. Hughley and 
he's on the sofa. He's crying. Bawling. Bawling. I saw it. I did. I saw it on the preview. And I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's real. Okay. Mm. Sorry. That took me there. (laughs) Yes. We're not not there yet. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Obviously, we want to keep the conversation going. So you can follow Cody at Black Love Doc. You can also follow Tommy at Producer Tommy to keep the conversation going. If you have any questions, just shoot them at them. You guys are pretty responsive. I've been following the Twitter pages. And we are very engaged in there. And keep up with the conversation with us. You can follow me on all social platforms at uh, Hey underscore It's Lay. And you can follow me on Instagram at Lauren Ashley Beck. Oh, I've heard something. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Queen Jamie. And you can follow me on all social media at Crystal Chanel TV. So we definitely want to keep the conversation going. Don't forget the event tomorrow and make sure you tune into the series pre finale, the part one finale on next Saturday. Until next week, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later! Expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After Buzz TV.